From Washington, this is CQ on Congress, the nonpartisan source for in-depth analysis of Capitol Hill's policy debates. I am Sean Zeller. In one of the more unusual amendments passed by the House this year, representatives voted on July 11th to task the Inspector General of the Defense Department with reporting on whether the Pentagon had weaponized ticks. A new book, Bitten, The Secret History of Lyme Disease and Biological Weapons, precipitated it. We've got the author here, Chris Newby, who works in the Public Relations Department at Stanford as a science writer. She joins us by phone from San Francisco. And later, I'll talk with John Donnelly, the CQ Roll Call defense reporter who broke the story on the amendment. Welcome, Chris. Thanks for coming on our show. Thanks for the invitation. So, Chris, how do you feel about Congress taking this action? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's sobering. It's changed my life. My phone's running off, ringing off the hook. Um, it's exactly what I said I wanted to happen in the book. Tell our listeners, what's the evidence that the Defense Department weaponized ticks? Um, there's quite a bit of documentation that I got from the discoverer of Lyme disease, um, Willie Bergdorfer, that said he was uh, one end of the program to weaponize ticks. His job was to, um, he consulted with Fort Detrick, which was the headquarters of biological weapons uh, during the Cold War. And he would uh, take various species of ticks and put, try to put disease agents in them. And then he would work with Dietrich to figure out how to mass-produce those ticks in large quantities and uh, put them in munitions into bombs such that they could be dropped over enemy territories. And the objectives of those uh, tests were to, um, it's a stealth weapon really, so you drop these insects, people don't know, know they've been attacked, and then the ticks bite people and they become ill or die. But um, the proof is um, massive documentation that I got from various archives and FOIA requests and uh, the records of the experiments that Willie Bergdorfer did. And eyewitness stories from a person at Dietrich and uh, a person from the CIA who actually dropped infected ticks on Cuba in 1962. So, I mean, as debilitating as it is, Lyme disease seems like a poor weapon of war. It doesn't immediately kill people. It doesn't, it doesn't in fact, kill people at all. It, it, um, why, would they, why would the Defense Department do this? Um, I, my book shows that they didn't weaponize Borrelia burgdorferi. It is a, it's a slow-growing bacterium. It's fussy. It's hard to grow it outside of living cells. Um, my research shows that there was another organism uh, that was mixed with the Borrelia that really was the bioweapon that they were probably worried about. Um, Willie intimated that it was a rickettsia bacteria mixed with a virus. At that time, they were um, messing with genetically engineering those particular organisms. And uh, while in the beginning of the program, they would try and put them in ticks, later on, they found it was a more reliable weapon to put them in, um, to grow them in flasks or vats, and then uh, freeze-dry them and aerosolize them and put them in slurries and spray them over large areas. And so uh, your theory is that somehow this this ex- uh, experiment 
got released out into the public, and this is why we've had this growth in the problem of Lyme disease? Yeah, so the, the um, biological weapons program, including, which included the entomological program where fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes were essentially weaponized, it, it was really massive, and they cycled through many combinations of insects and germs, and that required a lot of ex- feasibility experiments at Dugway, at Suffield uh, Experimental Station in Canada, uh, around Dietrich. Um, the one experiment I found was with Lone Star Ticks. The Army and the Atomic Energy Commission funded that. That was in nor- near Nor- Norfolk, Virginia, and uh, they took hundreds of thousands of Lone Star Ticks, made them radioactive, released them in a grid, and tracked them over many years using or one to three years using a Geiger counter to see how far those Lone Star ticks creep. Presumably, just you know, if they drop those ticks on an enemy, what what kind of spread could they expect? What led you to look into this issue? Um, it was uh, I did I did a film, a documentary film about Lyme disease that came out in two thousand eight, and there was always something sort of suspicious about. Um, and secretive about the disease, and, and clearly tick-borne diseases have always been on the top bioweapons list. Tularemia, Venezuelan equine encephalitis all can be carried by ticks. They um, use them as weapons outside of ticks. But um, I got a videotape confession from Willie Bergdorfer um, in 2013 where he uh, intimated that he was involved in the bioweapons program, and he thought that the outbreak was caused by a bioweapons relief least, but didn't give many details. He didn't say what the organism is, where and when they were released. So that was the start of my book because I thought it, it could be true. And if it was, somebody needed to look into it. And I was one of the few people sort of with a deep background in Lyme, the politics, the history, the science. And it was just intriguing. And that started this five-year journey where I did the deep dive into the Cold War weapons program and really started with a central question. Willie Bergdorfer, the discoverer of Lyme disease, who said that Lyme could be a bioweapon, he had the most to lose by saying this. I mean, it really trashed his scientific reputation. So I really drilled down into his very interesting life, you know, how and learned he'd been in the bioweapons program for two decades. And uh, it was interesting, like, how does someone get into that line of work and how did he feel about it? And um, clearly at the end of his life, I think he felt really guilty about it and wanted to set the record straight before he died. Now, Chris Smith, he's a Republican congressman from New Jersey, offered the amendment tasking the inspector general at the Defense Department with looking into this. Did you know that Representative Smith was going to do that? Uh, no, I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. He did call me after he read the book, and he said he was uh, blown away by it, and he thought it was credible, and he thanked me for writing it. I, I think New Jersey is at ground zero of that original outbreak of three freaky tick-borne diseases in 19, around 1968. So his state has been devastated by it. I mean, it's, it's a real burden on the population to have all these people with this chronic disease. Yes. And what do you think about the amendment Congress or, or the House passed? Um, I just think it's great. I mean, they're asking all the right questions, um, which is, you know, what are all the insect bug-borne experiments that the military carried out um, on citizens, you know, what, where, and when. And I think that really would give the public health officials and the researchers a leg up on 
you know, if these organisms got out, you know, what are they and how do we treat the population that's been infected by them? On some level, I think, you know, if there was a biological weapons release, it's like an American Chernobyl um, uh, because there's lasting ecological effects to animals and humans when something like that happens. You know, even if it was, a, a, you know, a faulty sprayer in a small-scale test, once those organisms are out into the wild, animals and ticks and birds carry them far and wide. Chris Newby, thank you for coming on our show today. Thanks. Thanks for the opportunity. You're listening to CQ on Congress. Subscribe at your favorite podcast app. And now I'm going to turn to John Donnelly, CQ Roll Call defense reporter. Hey, John. How you doing? So, John, what precisely does this amendment do? The amendment, which is by Chris Smith, a Republican from New Jersey, would uh, require the Defense Department Inspector General to report back to Congress on, A, whether the Defense Department ever uh, used uh, uh, insects, arachnids, uh, ticks um, in in biological weapons uh, experiments and research, and two, if they did, whether there was a release of any of these ticks into the uh, public environment, whether by accident or on purpose. Here's Representative Smith talking on the House floor about his amendment. It should be noted for the record that it was Richard Nixon, President Nixon, in 1969, who ordered the end to all bioweapons uh, research. But we know that there were tick farms at Plum Island and Fort Detrick, like I said earlier, and other places where this research was done. We need to know... I encourage members to read this book if they get the time, Bitten, The Secret History of Lyme Disease and Biological Weapons. Uh, Again, it may offer some clues to how do we combat this terrible epidemic of Lyme disease in the United States. Yield back. And it was passed by voice vote, which means basically that everyone in the chamber acquiesced to passing. They didn't take a formal roll call. Is the amendment likely to become law? I mean, it's not law yet. We should be clear. Right. This is it was an amendment to the House Defense Authorization Bill. And the Senate also has a version of that bill. And they'll have to be reconciled uh, in a conference before they get sent to the president. And they're not there yet. Both chambers have passed it, but they haven't come up with their unified version. So uh, it remains to be seen whether it will be in the final version. My guess would be yes, because they generally uh, don't, there's generally not a lot of controversy around uh, asking for a report or even requiring a report. And the inspector general, tell our listeners who that is. The inspector general, and there's one for not just the Defense Department, but for a lot of the departments in the government, is the official who is in charge basically. It's kind of the internal watchdog of uh, the federal government of of a particular agency responsible for rooting out waste, fraud, and abuse, uh, doing criminal investigations. Uh, They report not only to the the head of the agency and the president, but also to the Congress. And thought to be be pretty independent of political pressures. Yes, generally speaking, yes. I mean, they get get appointed uh, and confirmed, uh, appointed by the president, confirmed by Congress. But by law, they have to provide certain information to Congress. And so there's at least a, a, a means of involving lawmakers and not just the president in what they do. And you've been looking into this. You've been looking at the book, Bitten. How credible is this? 
Okay, well, I should say, uh, first of all, that I haven't read the book. I've just read reviews of it. And uh, my story just pointed out that the amendment had been passed and, and, wh- and what it said and then the reason behind it. I didn't get into uh, the question of how plausible the theory of the book is. I want to break it in two parts. First of all, the question of whether or not the Defense Department engaged in biological weapons research involving insects. The answer to that appears to be a clear uh, yes according to uh, publicly available documents. In the 40s and 50s and 60s, they did a lot of experiments involving biological weapons and uh, arachnids and insects. Uh, a tick, by the way, is an arachnid and not an insect. And, and so, yeah, that part seems to be the answer is yes. Now, the second question is, was there a, a release of some kind, whether accidental or on purpose, of insects that were carrying diseases? That question uh, has not been answered, and um, Ms. Newby's book does not answer it. In the epilogue to her book, she she acknowledges that um, she did not come up with a definitive answer to the question of whether there was a release. And um, but then but then you get to a third and, and critical question, which is how even if there was a release of disease carrying insects, how likely is it that that has been a cause or the main cause of the spread of Lyme disease, which has grown. Experts, uh, from what I can tell, uh, and I'm not a scientist, didn't even do very well in it in school, <laughs> but experts, from what I can read, uh, say that uh, it is extremely unlikely. Let me give you two two decent uh, reasons. Right, number one, ahead. number one, they say uh, a Lyme disease, the organism has been around for about 60,000 years. That predates. It the, wasn't created by the Pentagon. Yeah. And, and, um, and so you know, maybe they, maybe they did research with it. Maybe they did research uh, combining it with viruses to see if it could be more deadly. Um, but it's not, they didn't create it. Okay. But even if, even if they took what was already out there in nature and messed around with it, it kind of it seems unlikely <laughs> that, given the global spread of Lyme disease, uh, that it originated in somewhere like Long Island or, or Fort Detrick, Maryland. You know, I talked to a friend of mine whose father in Romania con- contracted Lyme disease being bit by a tick there. You know, did that tick, you know, come from Long Island? It's, it, that seems a little implausible. So I don't know for sure, but there's, there are some... From what I read, the, uh, a lot of the scientific experts are extremely skeptical, to say the least, uh, about the theory that the Defense Department uh, may have been beh- behind this spread of Lyme disease. All right, John. Thank you very much for coming on the show. My pleasure. That does it for us today. Thank you for joining us. The producers of this show are Tula Vlahu, Michaela Rodriguez, and Meredith Rope. You can subscribe at your favorite podcast app. And please rate us. 